This episode of Mike G in the Morning is brought to you by Elite Tactical Armory. EliteTacticalArmory.com Good morning to our loyal WFYL listeners around the world. Welcome back to your Philadelphia Friday, only on Fox News Radio. I want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in once again, because you still have the right to hear and the right to be heard. We're here with you on 1180 AM and broadcasting real time at 1180WFYL.com. Coming to you straight from the birthplace of liberty here in the greater Philadelphia area. And we continue to fight day in and day out as your voice of freedom in the Delaware Valley. I'm attorney Mike Jeremita from Jeremita Law Offices, but everybody knows me as Mike G. And you're listening to Mike G in the morning with The Law Matters. And you can listen to our program every Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern, only on Fox News Radio, WFYL. So let's be heard. I want to remind our wonderful audience, listeners from around the world, that you can participate in the free and open exchange of thoughts and ideas throughout the entire week, utilizing the Mike G in the Morning social media platforms. Our Facebook profile is facebook.com slash Mike G in the Morning. Don't forget to like our page. Leave a comment, why don't you? Our YouTube channel is Mike G in the Morning. Don't forget to like our videos and subscribe. Our Twitter handle is at Radio Mike G. And we've also got a website on the Instant Grams, and our screen name is Mike G in the Morning. I also want to remind our listeners of the powerhouse lineup we've got here at Fox News Radio WFYL. We've got intellectual giant Ben Shapiro with the Ben Shapiro Show weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. We got Scott Adams coming at you with the Scott Adams Show weekdays 9 a.m. until noon. Second Amendment Advocate Dana Lash, weekdays, 1 p.m., right until Ben Shapiro. And finally, we've got Michael Savage bringing you the Savage Nation, weekdays at 6 p.m. So don't forget to tune in and show them some love. And with that, you know what time it is. Buckle up. And enjoy the ride. You know, it's with a very heavy heart that we've got to talk about this topic today. We've all seen it on the news. George Floyd lost his life earlier this week at the hands of a law enforcement officer. The man was choked to death, the knee on his neck, for roughly eight minutes. Video footage out there, and it's absolutely horrifying. It's horrifying. There's no two ways to look at this. And I think what happens sometimes in these situations is people are blinded by some sort of loyalty 
or some sort of prejudice in some sense. And what I mean is, you've got people on one side who say, well, this is the police's fault. All police are horrible. This is what they all do. And then people who are in law enforcement, or maybe they got family members in law enforcement, or they support law enforcement, say, no, you're wrong, so I'm not going to acknowledge what just happened. And they run to their camps instead of acknowledging the obvious. Can't we just all agree that this doesn't look good? This looks horrifying? And stuff like this shouldn't be happening? And that when somebody commits murder, it doesn't matter who you are. This needs to be taken care of. So how do we do that? People don't understand that we probably agree on a lot more than we disagree. And don't get me wrong, I'm first to point out when I disagree with somebody. I'm not shy about it. But can't we all just look at this and say, this is wrong, this is terrible? Instead of people on one side saying, this is terrible, but... Or people on the other side saying, see, I told you X, Y, and Z, and demonizing people on the law enforcement side? Can't we highlight that we all share a fundamental agreement with what has happened here? Trump put out on Twitter that he requested the FBI and the DOJ look into this, begin an investigation. U.S. attorney over in Minnesota went on television, held a press conference. The county attorney, Minnesota prosecutor, went on TV, held a pro- was at that very same press conference, looking into bringing criminal charges. I'm sure that upsets a whole lot of people. Saying, why is it going to take an investigation to put this guy behind bars? If somebody murdered somebody on videotape, why is it going to take any longer? How is this guy not in handcuffs? How is he not behind bars? How is he not charged with murder? And I can understand how that frustrates a whole lot of people. You think, listen, if it were me or one of my friends killing somebody on videotape, you better believe we're not going to be home with our families. And only time will tell where this investigation goes. In the meantime, what's the response? You do have people out there peacefully protesting. And that's a beautiful thing. As part of our First Amendment right. And I'll tell you what, this should be something that we all agree upon. A murder on videotape is bad, right? But the First Amendment is meant to protect unpopular speech. Peaceful protests for a message that maybe you don't agree with. Because you know what? 
if you're into picking and choosing which message gets protection, you better believe you're going to end up on the wrong side of that one. Sooner or later, it will be you who has the wrong message and gets shut down. I think conservatives, people on the right are seeing that more than ever these days. But we've got protests going on. We've also got some criminal activity in the form of riots taking place. Rioting and looting. And I don't understand why this happens. You'll see comments from people saying, I don't know why white people are all upset about rioting and they didn't make a big enough deal about this law enforcement officer murdering an African-American man. I don't understand what one has to do with the other. If somebody didn't acknowledge that a murder in cold blood on videotape is bad, then that person's got a problem. But it doesn't excuse the fact that people are going out there and destroying other people's property and putting other people in serious danger. When they're breaking out the windows on these businesses in their neighborhoods, when they're setting things on fire, when they're turning cars over, does that solve any problems? I'm sorry, did the guy who owns the Planet Fitness on the corner, did he do that? Did he commit the murder? Did the guy who owns the deli around the corner, did he commit the murder? The guy who parked his car on the street, saved up his hard-earned dollars, worked his butt off to get that thing, did he commit the murder? How is that the solution? I don't understand. We're supposed to be a community. And if you care about the people in your community, if you're going to go out there and you're going to raise your voice to try to save lives in your community, how are you helping by destroying the lives of other people in your community? Where's the logic in this? Guys, am I missing anything? Mike, I don't think you're missing much. You know, it's um, a sad thing to see happening, and it's happened before, and, you know, it's history repeating itself again. It's, um, you know, there's so much going on to begin with in the world, and then people feel that they need to act out that way for some reason, which doesn't make sense. They're destroying their own community. I don't really understand it. You know, there's no two ways about it that when these things happen, You've got to do something. You've got to say something because it's not okay. Right. You have these situations like what took place in Georgia, right? We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. And people understandably upset. We've had, we've had multiple situations where injustices have taken place, been out there on the news. But how do you fix it? Even if you're somebody who believes, listen, we've we've marched enough, right? We've gone out there, we've marched, we've complained, we've filed lawsuits, and this stuff still takes place in the United States. What next? I don't understand how destroying property in your community 
and harming the livelihood of people who are suffering enough as it is. Do you understand what's happening to small businesses in this country as it is? Do you understand what's happening to employees who are losing their jobs? How many people can't make a living today, given what's going on with this coronavirus pandemic? And we're going to take that and we're going to double it. We're going to triple it by destroying businesses. What's going on here? Why can't we find a different solution? Why can't we agree that this is wrong? This can't happen. Let's figure out a way to make it happen less often. I don't think we're ever going to get rid of all evil in this entire world. To say that we're going to completely get rid of murder. And you say, well, you know, these are law enforcement officers. They've got a responsibility. They sure do. There are lots of positions in the world that have a high responsibility. And we expect the very best out of them. We expect utmost moral character out of them. We expect a lot out of them. They're not always going to live up to it. It's not an excuse. It's reality. And when they don't live up to it, there should be consequences. You get murder, you get the consequences of a murderer. Does that make sense? It makes sense. Uh, you know, we have laws and rules in place uh, just for those situations. So, yeah, it makes sense. Well, we'll see, we'll see what happens. But uh, I have a question just, for you, if you yeah. don't mind, Mike, because you're, yeah. you know, you, you deal with uh, the police and and uh, the court system and uh, criminals all the time. You know, you're an expert in your field, uh, highly uh, you know, regarded. I, I, deal, I don't deal with criminals. I deal with the wrongfully accused all the time. Really yeah, I'm so- <laughs> thank you. Yeah, good correction there. Um, my apology. Although I guess you come across some criminals in your line of work who you're not representing, so we'll leave it there. But, you know, I think the thing is with this situation, I was watching the press uh release earlier and i think it was mike freeman there the principal prosecuting attorney and right on the air he said you know that this is wrong you know it's not right you know it's hard to look at it's horrible it's horrific but it may not be criminal and you know unfortunately he's right you know the law is different sometimes than um you know we may want it to be from an ethical standpoint or a moral standpoint but i was wondering if you could touch on that a little bit just to maybe explain what possible um, you know, reason there could be for that to be okay. I mean, I saw the video. It doesn't really look okay, but I know there's more evidence coming and they're investigating it. But, uh, you know, are the police, do the police have a different standard and to some degree? Are they protected in these physical encounters? Like, you, do you, you know where I'm going with this? Does that make sense, Mike? Uh, there, there are, under certain circumstances, different standards applied to police, particularly with uh, use of force incidents. Right. But something like this, uh, seemed pretty egregious. You didn't have somebody who was uh, a flight risk at that point, right? Wasn't he in handcuffs, if I'm not mistaken? It looked like he was on his stomach in handcuffs and begging yeah. for help, you know? Yeah, so. yeah, on his stomach in handcuffs. So he's he's not a threat, right? Right. right. He's not a yeah. flight risk. Um, why does the knee have to be on the neck for seven or eight minutes? Well, what's, right. what's the justification for that? I, I don't see any justification the only argument that i could see and this is not saying that it it wouldn't be criminal um and again i'm not the attorney on this case i haven't spent hours upon hours uh, looking at this and preparing a defense but um 
the degree of crime or the type of crime that is charged can be different depending on what they call the mens rea. The mens rea, mens rea means a guilty mind. Mm. Uh, and so it's the mental state that accompanies an action. And criminal law treats actions differently based upon the mental state of the individual under many circumstances. Meaning if you do something intentionally, a lot of times it's going to be treated differently as you, if you did something recklessly. Now, reckless is knowing that there's a risk that something bad is going to happen and you consciously disregard that risk, right? You're being right. wild. You're not being as careful as you should be. Like the intent. Uh, but, your intent but intentional, or... but intentional is, is different, right? That's, I want to do this to you. I want to do this to you. And that's what my goal is. So they right. treat that, that differently. That's, that's what I could see, uh, coming into play here. And, and maybe that's what he was talking about when he said we can't you know, act too quickly here. Uh, we've got to take our time and justice can't be rushed. Maybe he believes that there's a possibility that if he overcharges this thing, then he ends up losing the case in its entirety, which happens. That, that definitely happens in the criminal context. Does that make sense? Yeah, thanks for explaining that way. That was very informative and, you know, gives me insight into how they would investigate it. Yeah, that yeah, makes a lot goes, of sense. Yeah. So, for example, if he goes for the most serious crime that requires these particular elements and they can't meet one of those elements, but maybe they could have met the elements on a lesser crime or a different crime. And, right. you know, the, the, the guy ends up getting off because it was mischarged. So that that's probably what he was getting at when he said that can't be rushed and everything. And I understand that it's got to be infuriating for people saying, you know, you can't charge this guy with something. You can't right. arrest this guy. You can't bring him in. And there is uh, there's a difference sometimes between what's moral versus what's criminal. If he's saying that there was no criminal activity here, that I'm, that would be a tough one to swallow. I don't know how yeah, exactly. Yeah, it doesn't look good, real good. Mm -hmm. To say that there's no criminal activity, that, that would be, a, I think, a little bit of a stretch. But to say that maybe it's not the crime you're thinking, or maybe I can't win the case that, that you're thinking for X, Y, and Z reasons, I, I think right. that. That would be understandable, uh, but it, it's going to take more time, and it, it's not unreasonable for him to ask for more time to put together what he believes uh, would be uh, a more solid case. And I think that that it's worth it. Hopefully, the guy's not going anywhere. Guys in this situation sometimes they end up, uh, you know, swallowing the end of their own gun, if you know what I mean, right? Yeah, yeah, it's got to be a very traumatic situation um, for, for the officer, of course, especially if there wasn't intent. You know, obviously it doesn't look like a good situation looking at the video, and I don't know why they need to put their knee on someone's neck when they're on the ground handcuffed, but I'm not a police officer. I respect the police. I know they're put in very difficult situations, but that situation in particular doesn't really yeah, sit I'm, very I, well I, with listen, me. You listen, know? Yeah. There, there, are, there have been situations over the years, I'm sure everybody could point out a situation where reasonable minds might differ as to whether the appropriate use of force um, uh, took place. For example, right. uh, was this a clean shoot? Was it, was, was his belief reasonable under those circumstances or was this type of force under the circumstances warranted? Was it necessary and proportional? And when you've got cases, there are some cases where reasonable minds might differ. You ask 10 people, five people think one way, five people think the other way. This is not right. one of these cases, right. Right? right? This is not one of these close calls, man, glad that's not my job kind of thing. This is, Holy mackerel, what is going yeah. on here? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
so uh, you know we'll we'll see what happens with this our hearts break for the family of george floyd very very sad stuff and uh, a lot of people might not know this but i spent a lot of time at a firm in oklahoma prior, prior to moving to pennsylvania where uh, you know we did litigate against law enforcement officers who violated constitutional rights and i've seen wrongful death actions been a part of wrongful mm. death actions for some very very egregious cases mm. and you know we've had law enforcement we had retired law enforcement officers on this program guys who i've worked with for years like todd hoover and uh, scott henninger and eddie moy the most attended guest of all time on this program <laughs> uh, dave hatfield he's got great guys Great guys. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying that anti-law enforcement just because I'll say that, uh, you know, there there's not a perfect group of people on this planet. You know what I mean? Yeah. I actually read something it, earlier. It's, it's impossible to say. If you say that law enforcement officers can do no wrong ever anywhere on this planet – that's just ridiculous. Right, You're a moron. Right, right. If you right, say that, sure. would you say that lawyers can do no? There's no bad lawyers on this planet. That's ridiculous. Could you even say? I thought that was true. <laughs> Get the heck out of here. Get out of here. Could you think about it like this, though, right? You can't even say uh-huh. that no pastors ever do the wrong thing. Everybody. Right. That's right. That's right. Exactly. And that's in the Bible, right? All of sinful and sort of the, the glory of God. Now, that doesn't I mean some some sins are more egregious than others, obviously, uh, have different consequences. Should I as I'd rather say certain uh, offenses are deserving of different consequences. Right. And well, I we think the take somebody's life piece of too, like you said, the intent. Sure, sure. I cut you off over there. What were you saying? No, I uh, thank you. I was just saying that I think the intent, like you brought up during your description, is a big part of it, you know, because that's like how bad of a sin is it? Was there intent, you know, or not? I guess you could look at it that way. Yeah, but what is it with uh, this goes back to what I was saying at the beginning, right? People uh, having this sense of loyalty. And listen, this is a good thing to be loyal. This is like bogus loyalty, though. It's, it shouldn't even be called loyalty. We should come up with some other name for it. But to say that, uh, you know, no law enforcement officer can ever do wrong or people on the other side saying no law enforcement officer can ever do right. Like all law enforcement officers are horrible. They're all murderers. They're they're right. all racist and all this other stuff. That's just ridiculous. It's garbage. Yeah, it's like it saying, yeah. it's like saying believe all women. Right. That's Sure. It came out there that the left was very, very uh, quick to leave the whole believe all women thing when Uncle Creepy became the nominee, right? <laughs> right, right, right. I guess he's not the nominee, he's the presumptive nominee. But all of a sudden, that all went out the window. He, he got accused, and and real quick, the Me Too was a thing of the past over there. Uh, right. But, but it's just ridiculous. You can't believe all women. They're saying that nobody ever lied and falsely accused somebody of rape ever. That would be absolutely ridiculous. For those of us just tuning in, you're listening to Mike G in the morning with The Law Matters, only on Fox News Radio, WFYL. I want to remind our listeners that today's episode of Mike G in the morning is brought to you by Elite Tactical Armory, your off-site firearm storage solution in the Lehigh Valley. Elite Tactical Armory is a commercial armory where you can rent secure storage for your firearms. You can use their facilities for any reason you'd need to store firearms outside of your home. Whether it's because you're traveling out of town or you're dealing with false accusations 
Whether you've got legal problems or you've just run out of room for all your precious babies, Elite Tactical Armory is the storage solution for you. You can find more information about Elite Tactical Armory at EliteTacticalArmory.com or PAArmory.com. That's EliteTacticalArmory.com or PAArmory.com. And don't forget to support those who support freedom. And be sure and tell them Mike G sent ya. You know, Philly Chris, we're talking about the whole, uh, you know, believe all women, or false accusations, things of that nature. And it reminds me of a story that we saw in the news earlier this week. That lady over at Central Park, did you see that? Oh, yeah, the woman uh, walking her dog. I, I guess that what you go. She was choking yeah. her dog to me. Well, yeah, that's a more appropriate way to put it, Mike. Yeah, she she almost killed her darn dog in, in the process there. Yeah. What the heck is wrong with you? For those of you who haven't seen it, and, and we'll play the audio, but you kind of got to paint the picture. Uh, this guy is videotaping this woman. She's got a mask on, and she's holding her dog by the collar. And apparently what, what happened was the guy told the lady to put her dog on a leash. She didn't have a leash. And she just absolutely flips out on the guy. He says, I'm going to call the police and tell them that you're threatening me. And he said, tell them whatever you want. I got you on tape. And she ends up calling the police. Russ, do you have that clip? When I hit that clip. Yes, I do. Here we go. Will you please stop? Sir, I'm asking you to stop. Please don't come close to me. Sir, I'm asking you to stop recording. Please don't come close to me. Please take your phone off. Please don't come close to me. Please, please call the cops. Please call the cops. I'm going to tell them there's an African-American man threatening my life. Please tell them whatever you like. Excuse me? I'm sorry, I'm in the ramble, and there's a man, African-American, who has a place behind me. He's recording me and threatening me and my dog. You gotta be kidding me. You know, he sounds so aggressive with his calm voice. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> and you, this is what I'm talking about, though. You know, false accusations out there. And, uh, you know, for someone to be falsely accusing an African American man, pretty much minding his own business, maybe he told her to put it on a leash or anything like that. I'm sure there are people on the left that say, oh, that must be a Republican lady doing that, right? That's got to be a lady on the right. She don't look like someone who uh, listens to conservative talk radio, does she? <laughs> if I had to guess, if I had to uh, guess. You're probably right. Uh, Over in Central Park way. wearing yoga pants, probably not a conservative. I don't know. <laughs> You know, I also noticed that she actually does have the leash. She's holding the leash, so I don't know what, why she felt the need to hold on the dog's collar the way she did. Couldn't the she? The only thing she didn't do is whirl the dog around over her head. I, mean, I know, right? I hope she gets in, in trouble for that. I hope she gets in trouble. This lying people like this are the reason why you can't say things like 
believe all women or whatever it is. You know, you can't go to the extreme with things. There's always people who are going to do the wrong thing. And you can't say that it never happens. You can't speak in absolutes. You know, the people who say believe all women, sure, at some level they mean well. Rape's a horrible, horrible thing. And, And another thing where the people who are on the believe all women camp, and here people say, well, hold on, let's pump the brakes a little bit. Do they think that uh, the people who are saying to pump the brakes condone rape in some way or don't realize how horrible rape is? Is that the way their minds think? Uh, it's very confusing. I'm not sure how they're thinking. You know, it doesn't seem to make sense. It's either it's either, either you believe all women 100% of the time or you condone rape, right? Or you're, you're right, a fan right. of rape. What well, ridiculous that is. Bunch of mustard-eating knuckleheads. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get the bowl out again. <laughs> yeah, right. Send him a nice bowl of mustard. Right, right. Oh, they're they're eating it out of a fish bowl. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> fish bowl of mustard. Those, yeah, those guys are people of special kind of fish bowl of mustard. Right. <laughs> well, uh, but, speaking of consequences, I did do a little research, and uh, Franklin Templeton, her employer, did tweet something out about her. I, I could read it if you want. Yeah, Ed. Yeah, it says, following our internal review of the incident in Central Park yesterday, we have made the decision to terminate the employee involved, effective immediately. We do not tolerate racism of any kind at Franklin Templeton. So I, I, I give uh, the employer credit there for you know taking an aggressive stance and making it publicly known what they decided to do. I mean, given the, the video evidence, it's pretty clear that she uh, was – acting inappropriately and uh, looks like she's suffering the consequences so there there it is absolutely horrible do stuff yeah. horrible but uh, you know the lying aspect is something that shouldn't be overlooked yeah yes you got a, a serious uh, race at racial component here um but lying at any level somebody has the ability to be dishonest to that degree right to right. Right. to completely fabricate a crime being committed or a threat being made. Mm-hmm. You see her voice kind of escalates towards the end because they don't seem to be listening there. Oh, please hurry. I'm in fear of my life. You're so scared. Right. That's why you're going yeah. over to the guy and getting in his right. face, right? <laughs> it's I'm going like to stand right here about. and not, not run away from this threatening guy while you guys... Exactly. Uh, exactly. It's a bunch of baloney. It's like we <laughs> talked about with the people who go over to people who are open carrying and saying, oh, you're making me feel com- uncomfortable. I feel yeah. threatened. Yeah, if you really felt threatened by somebody who was open carrying a, you know, a rifle, then you probably wouldn't go over and start to, you know, poke them and push their buttons, right? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Excuse me, sir, there with that fire rod there. You're, you're really upsetting me. What it really, what it really shows is that they feel a hundred percent safe with the person, right? They know that person is not going to do anything wrong. You have to absolute certainty. Right. Yeah. yeah, actions speak louder than words, as they say, right? Yeah. Well, on that, let's uh, let's get a word in from our sponsors. Mike G from Mike G in the morning here. I want to tell you a little bit about Elite Tactical Armory, your firearm storage solution in the Lehigh Valley. Elite Tactical Armory is a commercial armory where you can rent secure storage for your firearms. You can find out more information about Elite Tactical Armory at elitetacticalarmory.com or pacommercialarmory.com. Don't forget to check out Elite Tactical Armory for your firearm storage solutions. Again, for more information, go to elitetacticalarmory.com or pacommercialarmory.com. For those of us just tuning in, you're listening to Mike G in the morning with The Law Matters. Only on Fox News Radio, WF. 
YL. Shout out once again to our sponsors, Elite Tactical Armory, EliteTacticalArmory.com, PACommercialArmory.com. Also wanted to let our listeners know about a new program airing weeknights at 9 p.m. called Let's Talk Nutrition. Whether you're fat or you're ill, or you're skinny or you're healthy, check out Let's Talk Nutrition. Fantastic program. Get it on your radio. Philly Chris, going back to the crazy lady in Central Park, uh, you said you had a quote from her? Yeah, when I was reviewing the situation a bit, I came across a uh, quote of Amy Cooper on NBC. Uh, She said, I sincerely and humbly apologize to everyone, especially to that man, his family, she said. It was unacceptable, and I humbly and fully apologize to everyone who's seen that video, everyone that's been offended. When I think about the police, I'm such a blessed person. I've come to realize, especially today, that I think of the police as a protection agency. And unfortunately, this has caused me to realize that there are so many people in this country that don't have that luxury. Now, when I read that, I thought, okay, that's nice. She's apologizing, but... You know, some of the way she's doing it is a bit odd, but she believes the police are there to protect her. And, you know, I I believe you would agree with me on this, Mike, you know, with your experience and and some of the experience I've had, you know, the police don't have an obligation to protect anyone. You know, the the firearm they carry and other tools to protect themselves, not saying there are some amazing police out there that wouldn't put their life on the line for the public on occasion. But this is part of the problem, I think, with her mental state. You know, just grab 911, call the police. You know, we're seeing things right now posted up around the community about reporting each other, reporting, you know, uh, other civilians for doing things that they appear to be odd. So I think there's this weird heightened sense of, of fear going on, maybe because of the virus. But anyway, that was just my two cents on that. Yeah, over-reliance on the government to protect you, right? Um, right. It's, it's, uh, that was a very strange statement, if you ask me. It's, where is she going with this? What, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what's a good statement in that situation? Nothing. <laughs> right, yeah, right. Yeah, I'm surprised. I, I am surprised, though, that uh, you know the the company didn't go into how she had been cheating and stealing from them all those years, right? As <laughs> 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 somebody who's that dishonest to do something right. like that, yeah. and not only, I really hope that this is a wake up call for people so that they rethink the way they look at people who are accused of a crime. I see far too many people who are just completely naive when it comes to the criminal justice system, and they think, well, if they were charged, then. then you know, they must have done it, right? Nobody gets charged for no reason. Well, this would have been a guy who got charged for no reason. And even worse, who knows? When she makes it sound like there's a situation where she's in uh, serious danger and everything like that, who knows how right. they I've had uh, clients, they get rolled up with guns drawn on them and everything really uh, close call type situations. People can get seriously hurt, if not killed. When you do things like that, I hope they realize how serious what she did was horrible, horrible stuff. Uh, The man actually was pretty calm given her, her actions. I think he's very calm. Thankfully he had videotape to save him. If he didn't pull out that video camera at that point in time, what do you think happens? Right. Yeah. It's It's, it's word against against her. Do they play it safe and say, Oh, well, you know, you know, there's, there's really no evidence. Uh, well, there's always evidence. People need to understand. I, I misspoke there. 
uh, testimony is evidence. So they say, oh, well, it's just he said, she said. Well, the he said or she said is both evidence. They say, well, right. they own there. There's no other witnesses. That doesn't matter. And if you think about it, that's uh, not necessarily a bad thing. If your mother or your sister were somewhere uh, and they were violently assaulted one way or another and nobody else saw it, would you want the the bad guy to get get away with it just because nobody else saw it and there was only his word versus her word? Uh, that doesn't make sense. You wouldn't want that to happen. So sure. the testimony is evidence. And if there was a situation like this where they didn't have any video evidence uh, and you know there's no evidence corroborating anybody's story, perhaps that guy ends up charged with a crime. And you know what happens more often than not when these people get charged with a crime in that situation? They end up pleading guilty. Why mm -hmm. does pleading guilty when they're innocent? You got any ideas? I, I'm going to guess here a little bit because I'm not uh, a lawyer, but I think oftentimes they feel like they're going to get you know out of the situation without having to spend a lot of money on a defense and being found guilty of a, a worse crime. So they'll take the the lowest crime, right? Something like absolutely, that. absolutely. You're always taking a gamble when you go to trial. You right. don't know what the jurors are going to do. Period. Uh, mm -hmm. And it, there's there's uncertainty that goes there. So some people say, well, you know, if they're offering me this and I'm not going to go to jail and maybe it won't uh, look too bad on my record, I'd rather have that than this felony and go to jail or whatever it may be. So a right. lot of innocent people plead guilty for practical reasons. It mm -hmm. happens all the time. And I don't think if you're somebody who's never been involved in the criminal justice system, God bless you, first of all, because I wouldn't want you to be involved with it if you didn't have to be. But unfortunately, there's some uh, naive perspectives that come with that, thinking that this system, you know, it's, it's a well-oiled machine and it works 100% of the time. That's far from the case. There are serious injustices that go on. Sure, sure. Crazy stuff. So why don't we, uh, from here, just go ahead and run right into Rapid Fire with Philly Chris. For those of us just tuning in, you're listening to Mike G in the Morning with The Law Matters, only on Fox News Radio, WFYL. You got so many positive comments on Rapid Fire with Philly Chris last week that let's bring it back this week. What do you got here, Philly Chris? Excellent. All right. Well, thanks, Mike. Uh, well, I've been trying to follow what's going on in the world and in the news. All right. Uh, it's rapid fire. Not give me a 10 minute intro. Yeah, right. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> um, well, the uh, SpaceX launch yesterday was scrubbed uh, due to three uh, weather variable violations. Um, it's pretty wild. They're going to be sending up astronauts for the first time up to the International Space Station, bringing uh, the final uh, one U.S. astronaut that's up there back and, and leaving, too. And uh, they're going to redo that launch hopefully on Saturday as long as they can um, have a compliant launch, a safe launch, I should say. So keep an eye out for that. A lot of cool science stuff going on right How now. How many weather things do they take a look at that three were no good? They take a look at quite a bit. I was looking at that a little bit. If there's too much electrical charge in the atmosphere, you know, lightning in the area, uh, cumulonimbus clouds, for example, um, there has to be a certain uh, threshold for the wind 
And then the other variable they have is the International Space Station is traveling faster than the speed of a, a bullet, believe it or not. So they have to rendezvous with that. So they have a very short window and everything has to be 100% to safely launch. So that's what it's faster than a speeding bullet. Faster than a speeding bullet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about a night, you can see it. There's a cool app for it. So you can check it out with your kids if you get a chance. You can see uh, people up in space. They're flying around all the time. That's interesting. Uh, you know, I'm not too much of a space guy or an astronaut guy guy or anything uh, along those lines. But I think there is probably some sort of a a political angle here that will interest you, even if you're not into science. Uh, Isn't this a move towards independence with our uh, space program, Philly Chris? Yeah, that's a great point. It's been, I think, about nine years since the shuttle program was uh, retired. You know, unfortunately, as we know, they had some um, mishaps, some fatalities, some horrible events, and it was very costly. Elon Musk uh, was awarded the contract for the Dragon capsule, and it's unbelievable. It's like a Tesla on top of the, like a Tesla car on top of the rocket. And he's uh, shown already that he can get folks up into space much uh, safer and, and less expensive, you know, assuming the launch goes well Saturday. Um, you know, hopefully it will. It should, of course, are taking a lot of measures there. But to your point about the independence, we've actually been leasing space on the Russian rockets to get our astronauts up for the past nine or so years. And that doesn't really help us be, um, you know, a strong independent nation, of course. So it is it is a big deal. You know, and they're going to be doing a lot of new things up on the space station regarding science. I still don't know what to think about the Elon Musk guy. You know, if, if our listeners haven't heard of Neuralink, look it up. Uh, talking about implanting devices into your brain can end up yeah. uh, <laughs> end up being well, a, what, uh, fulfilling a biblical prophecy on the wrong end of things. So I don't know what to think about the guy after I, I heard about that. Uh, so I guess we'll we'll have to yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Um, Hopefully um, he gets rid of that because there's some other things that he's doing seem interesting. But that's that's going to be the hook, right? That's going to be the hook for people saying, "Oh, look at all these other great things that he's done." So why not put this thing in our brain? Uh, yeah, he's he's never done us wrong, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I guess the jury's still out on that. I'm I'm hopeful that uh, you know he's he's not uh, an evil guy, and 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 but you never know with this stuff, and the technology can get away on its own. I mean, we're talking about AI and all this new revolutionary technology with Neuralink being able to tap into your consciousness basically is how it's working. Um, You know, in some ways it's, isn't he also trying to take, uh, isn't he also taking people going to be taking people to space on private shuttles? Yeah. Yeah. Basically his goal is in the next few months and years, uh, anyone with enough money and he's going to make it more affordable than it's ever been could uh, basically go to, to space and um, take a ride initially, and then they're going to build uh, hotels, you know, up there. They might put structures on other Trump uh, planets tower on the moon. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a Trump Tower on Mars in ten years. This is cool. <laughs> but in reality, there's actually what, a waiting list on the the private. The private there is over there. There yeah. is. Yeah, there's a lot of people who have the funds and want to go to space. I mean, a lot of. People, uh, you know, as children, I know I was always fascinated by aviation and space and science. So, I mean, I would do it if I had the funds. I think it's pretty amazing to think. 33 uh, million bucks or something like that? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to probably have to move I, some of my I thought you uh, carry that around in your sock. I thought you carry around that. <laughs> move some money around. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What do you got next, Chris? Um, so, yeah, regarding um, that, you know, talking about the Neuralink, as I mentioned on the show before, I've been keeping an eye on Dr. Greer, 
Uh, he is the uh, uh, surgeon, the medical doctor who got into tracking and and reporting out on unidentified flying objects. And we know in the news just again recently, the uh, U.S. government confirmed those three videos are in fact real uh, videos of uh, unidentified flying objects that have been picked up by radar, seen by our top military personnel and jets. And he talked about the Neuralink a little bit and um, some of the other things that Tesla has going on. But he has been um, getting a, quite a few few more views and attention recently, and I, I did want to do a follow-up on him. So he's uh, got a new documentary out. Um, that has been released not too long ago. That is a follow-up to Unacknowledged. Um, I haven't had an opportunity to see the new one yet. It just came out pretty recently, but there's upwards of... Do we know what it's called? Yeah, it's uh, Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, and he goes into more detail on the number of uh, former military, corporate, and intelligence uh, officers and officials that have come forward through his organization. And there's about 980 folks that he's uh, claiming to have direct knowledge from. And uh, he's also shared quite a few uh, top-secret documents that have become public. And, you know, his big thing, Mike, is we're talking about all this technology – It's interesting because he's got a warning, basically. His message is that our government and foreign governments, and he has quite a few people coming forward now who were in very high-level positions of authority who are validating, you know, these uh, craft and the technology behind them. And he's saying that the deep state, like Trump talks about, has access to these technologies, Um, anti-gravitational propulsion systems, for example, that... Um, are working off of uh, reactors that are high, highly advanced technology that if we had access to, if the regular civilians like ourselves had access to these technologies, we would no longer have to rely on oil, for example, wow. or even solar panels. And, you know, so this is beyond just the, this is beyond just the, you know, unidentified flying objects. And is there intelligent life elsewhere? Yeah, and he says there is. He's got evidence that he's going to be revealing, and he also has revealed in the documentary. People can check it out. You know, decide for yourself. You know, I'm still looking at it with a critical eye. But if some of what, even just some of what he's talking about, is the truth, is real, then you know, this it's is like it's like Alex Jones, right? He might be right. yeah. off yeah. <laughs> so so many times, but you know, even if right. he's if he's right on the money one small percentage of the time with something that everybody else is missing, I'll take that. Yeah. So you know, the the thing is here is that. The message he's really trying to convey is that there's a highly advanced technology that's been hidden from us. It's been used by the elites, the deep state, for example. And it's it's it would change humanity because basically there's something called the zero point energy field. And there is science behind this. Uh, people can look it up you know, on the Internet. There's uh, physicists that have revealed uh, the secrets, if you will, behind these technologies. But if you, uh, Dr. Greer talks about a mug of coffee, let's say you had a mug of coffee and it had air in it, that air, just that air, the amount of energy that is in that zero point energy field could boil off the oceans on the entire earth if released properly. And there are scientists supposedly that know how to access that zero point energy field. Um, and energy is abundant, you know, Tesla, 
many years ago, uh, started to delve into that. And, and not, the, not the car company. Tesla. That's right. Yeah. The original Nikola Tesla. And there's scientific evidence. You can see it online. I've looked at it myself just to verify what Dr. Gear is saying. And it's, it's, it's really the fact that we're living in a world that would be completely different. We're about a hundred years behind in technology. Um, and there are people who have access to this. And he's saying some of what people are seeing flying around are craft that are controlled by most likely our government. Oh, um, wow. Their project. So yeah, maybe, you know, the skunk works, Lockheed Martin, uh, things of that nature. So we're just keeping an eye on it. Um, so the first yeah. one that he did was called unacknowledged. And then the second one's called, uh, close encounters with the fifth kind. You know, I'd heard of the close encounters one. I thought it was like a movie or something though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's like, eh, I'm not really into the, the science fiction <laughs> stuff, <laughs> but that's kind of kind of reminds me of that documentary that you sent me a few months back. Uh, what was it about the the shadow shadows or something like that? What was yeah, it called? Out of the shadows. Uh, yeah, yes, that, that yes, was like a knock yes. your socks off type documentary. Are these yes. documentaries kind of like that? These these the well, his last documentary unacknowledged. Uh, about, yeah, sorry his his first documentary. I was looking at some of the numbers, and it's been viewed about six hundred million times around the world. So, and wow. apparently people and other countries um, have access to more information regarding this topic. He goes on to talk about, in an interview I saw the other day, how you know there really isn't a free press here anymore. He talks about um, the uh, Mockingbird uh, program that was done by the CIA to infiltrate the uh, news agencies. So, you know, there's a lot well, of... You know, Adam Shadows kind of talked about that a little bit, didn't it? It did, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's more people coming out talking about these things and connecting the dots, if you will. So, but it's very difficult to get to the nitty gritty details. So I'm keeping an eye on it, and uh, I guess we can shadows. I mean, uh, talk about knock your socks off and stuff that's uh, really not even up for debate, right? Some some things that they presented there. It's like this is true. This is this is these are the facts, undebatable, and yet the mainstream media just wants no part of it whatsoever right. they, they won't touch it with a 10 yeah, foot pole that's right and yeah. and here's some quick facts and then we'll move on to another topic but dr greer met with admiral tom wilson he's he was the head at the time the head of the intelligence for the joint chiefs of staff and and he actually gave information to admiral wilson that was top secret information and then he went to what's called a, a usap uh, project those are the unacknowledged super secret projects basically and when he asked about it they told him, they threatened that they would take one of his ranks away. And he's come out openly now and spoken about this. Um, he was in that meeting with astronaut Edgar Mitchell. Uh, he was the sixth man to walk on the moon. So when I'm talking about the people he's working with, that's the caliber of the people that Dr. Greer has been associating himself with and working with. And that's why I'm looking at it more seriously than yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of credibility. I want to remind everybody that today's episode of the Mike G in the Morning program is brought to you by Elite Tactical Armory, your off-site firearm storage solution in the Lehigh Valley. Elite Tactical Armory is a commercial armory where you can rent secure storage for your firearms. You can use their facilities for any reason you'd need to store firearms outside your home. Whether it's because you're traveling out of town or you're dealing with false accusations you got legal problems or maybe a family member on probation or parole. Or perhaps you've just run out of room for all your precious babies. Elite Tactical Armory is the storage solution for you. 
You can find more information about Elite Tactical Armory at EliteTacticalArmory.com or PACommercialArmory.com. That's EliteTacticalArmory.com or PACommercialArmory.com. Because it's important to support those who support freedom. And be sure and tell them Mike G sent ya. Billy and Chris, what else we got for Rapid Fire? All right, Mike. Well, a couple more things. Uh, folks may have noticed the CDC recently changed their uh, recommendations regarding COVID. Now they've determined somehow that um, it magically doesn't last that long on surfaces like they thought before. So as we've talked about on the show for many weeks now, it seems like the metrics and the facts, whatever facts you want to call on this, are just not you know. Here's the thing, though, Chris. That What they're saying is, you know, we don't know – exactly how it works we never knew and never what we knew. thought we knew was wrong right, right. that's yeah, basically yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> that summed it up so the experts I, you really- know what drives me nuts though is when they say things like uh, somebody will say oh well maybe it could spread this way and they say oh well there's no evidence that it could spread this way hey, no kidding there's no evidence things <laughs> only been around for a few months it's brand new are you kidding right, it's like right, right. Uh, you know uh, the, eventually there's going to be more evidence but right now we just don't have a lot of evidence so not not having evidence right. is really not that doesn't mean anything yeah. right and the evidence that's we like have the, the is first not evidence. guy to ever live saying like imagine you got the first guy to ever live on this planet let's just call him adam for the sake of discussion <laughs> and he says please don't poke me in the eyes the coronavirus scientists would say well there's no evidence that poking in the eyes would be painful and adam says no guys Pretty please, no kidding that you don't have any evidence. I'm the first guy on the planet. Please just don't do it. The the coronavirus scientists would respond by saying, why don't you leave this to the scientists, my friend, <laughs> right? That's how they've operated this entire time. It's like, no right. kidding, you don't have any evidence. You're still figuring this out. Everybody's still figuring this stuff out. So don't throw it out there like it's impossible because you don't have any evidence at this point in time. You feel me? I do. It's uh, it's crazy. It doesn't make sense. It All right. What else we got, Billy Chris? All right. Yeah, so um, so we talked about the CDC there. Twitter, Twitter. Did you see what Trump was uh, saying to Twitter? I think you saw that, Mike, right? Yeah, yeah. That kind of that's kind of crazy because what ended up happening was he sent out a tweet, and they didn't agree with something in the tweet, and they posted something next to it, some kind of warning that, uh, in their estimation, it was factually inaccurate, which would completely change the game for social media if these platforms are going to start weighing in on what's true versus what's false. You know they're going to be slanted to some degree. So Trump right. comes on out and says, if you're no longer you know, an open platform of communication, then we're going to treat you uh, like other modes yeah. of communication. You're right. going to be regulated. So what yeah. do you think about that? Yeah, it's interesting. I saw at 737 this morning, um, Trump uh, tweeted out, this will be a big day for social media and fairness. So, you know, I think they opened the door for him to get involved with what they're doing. They were kind of dumb to do that. If they would have just kept their hands off of it and and not tried to paint things one way or the other or uh, point things out. Because once you get into that, you know, you really... Uh, how full would their hands be if they had to point out anything that seemed to be inaccurate on right. one of these social media platforms? It's not possible. So a better bet is just, the, you know, we're not going to play that game. We're going to leave it out there. So uh, yeah. I thought that, that was pretty interesting. What else you got? 
Well, uh, I guess Tennessee is trying to be like New Hampshire and shoot for constitutional carry, which is pretty cool. I, I know you know more Very about cool. that than I do, but. Very cool. Uh, what do you yeah. think about constitutional carry? What are your feelings on that? I think it should be the only thing we have. I mean, it's the <laughs> Second Amendment. We don't need anything else, right? I mean, as a matter of fact, the, like we talked about last week, the Second Amendment is there to limit the government from interfering with our God-given inalienable rights. So yeah, why yeah. It doesn't give us the right, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, you can't take a right away. That's the whole uh, point. Right. If they can give it, they can certainly take it away. You know, with constitutional carry, certainly there's no difference between that and uh, when you have a licensing scheme as far as what the criminals are going to do, right? I don't think that there's any uh, you know, career criminals waiting around and oh, I can't wait till constitutional carry so I could finally go ahead and carry. <laughs> they they carry any. Right. Listen, I can't yeah. get the license right now, but once yeah. I don't need a license, and it would be illegal for them to carry anyway because they'd be prohibited from possessing firearms. So uh, yeah. I think really the the number one gripe from people on the anti-gun side is they say, oh, well, if you're not going to require licensure, then you know, you're not going to have training requirements, and then people are going to be walking yeah. around and yeah, I guess stupidity is the number one gripe of people. So what I say is law-abiding gun owners, go out there, voluntarily educate yourself. Don't make it so that the government needs to mandate this stuff. Uh, anytime a gun owner uh, does something that's unsafe, that really uh, hurts the rest of the law-abiding gun-owning community, we want to be as responsible as possible. Right. Uh, anytime the government gets involved, it ends up not good for us because they always take it too far. You become New York, you become New Jersey, and we don't want to see that happen. So uh, sure. interesting to see. But I don't think as as far as criminals, people who are going to disobey the law, I don't think it matters one bit. What else you got? Uh, Kathy. Last one. Uh, Kathy, uh, our, our friend Kathy Griffith, there with yeah. the uh, air Kathy ambulance. Kathy Griffin. Yeah. Uh, so, so what did she? What did she do that? So, remember when she held up the the dummy head of Trump, right? She uh, decapitated Trump head yeah. on Twitter. Yes. Remember she did that? Yeah. So she, she's at it again. What did she do this time? Well, apparently she's uh, hoping that someone will take a syringe filled with air and inject it into. Uh, our, our president and create an air embolism to kill him, which is pretty crazy. I, I would imagine the secret service has probably called her or paid her a visit by now. I would, I would hope at least, but yeah, yeah they're, they're on a first name basis by now, right? <laughs> yeah. They probably have an office in her nice. building somewhere. Oh, but, uh, I, I don't know why this is acceptable, uh, you know, among certain people with Trump, somebody who's doing this with Obama, for example, could you imagine how up in arms the media would be? Yeah. You know, and, and why is it stuff like that doesn't get blocked, but they'll, Critique, right. Uh, right. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, why? Right. Yeah. Excellent uh, point. Excellent you know, point. You got Twitter. If they're going to be, the, you know, the police right. over here, then the one, yeah. uh, you're going to leave that one go. <laughs> well, yeah, they'll, they'll just keep that floating around out on the interwebs for everyone right. to enjoy and maybe get some ideas with. It's not. Just shows how bogus it is. Somebody does something like that. That's okay. But you got guys like Alex Jones. Uh, and I believe I watched an interview where the Twitter executives were being really grilled as to why they did kick Alex Jones off. And he had so many strikes. One of the strikes was he posted a video of a, a kid getting pushed over and it was they, they deemed it violent and, and it violated the terms, the terms right. of their policy. Sure. Come on, get out of here. There's this worse stuff on there. You got to be kidding me. They singled him out and right, they put him right. under the microscope. And what they figured, what could we do to get this guy off of our platform? And, right. you know, they, if they're going to start 
uh, putting disclaimers up there and discrediting people's tweets for whatever reason, then it's an entirely different ballgame. It's no longer an open platform. Uh, it's not the right. free and open exchange of thoughts and ideas. So come on like, to the like mic in the winning program, right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, exactly. Philly Chris, it's been real. That's all the time we've got for today. Don't forget to stick around for We the People, the Constitution Matters. Pastor David Whitney, Professor Phil Duffy, I'll be joining as your legal analyst. ElitetacticalArmory.com. Stay safe and enjoy the weekend, folks.